Scott Martin is making house calls with his hands. Take two scratches and call him in the morning. You want some of this? Drop that, man. It's DJ Doc Martin on 107.5 WBLS.
Doc Martin on the WBLS Master Mix, 107.5 WBLS.
Good morning. All our mommies and poppies is Yanni, your DJ, and Dan Stucky with today's Dose of the Dime. I am on just a tad bit early and um, just kind of getting myself used to this because, you know, it's a new setup. I am going to let you know that uh, thank you for tuning in to the Bachelor News Radio Network. I am your host, Yanni, the DJ, and Dan Stucky. Uh, what does my name mean that has kind of come up a couple of times so let's talk about it um when i say i'm the dj i am a i was a dj when my husband was um uh, when i was married i was a dj wife and so that meant i was the eternal roast i set up i broke down i made sure this one was right and i dj'd up until the time he was able to get there and handle it so um i also cut music for my dance group which i do a lot um, the Dance Junkies, which, of course, also stands for DJ as well. So I am the DJ Dime. So what does Dime mean? Dime is actually just like information that you can use. Um, like in old school movies, you would talk to people and they say, oh, my God, you're going to drop a dime on me? Yeah, I'm dropping a dime on you. <laughs> well, old school people would talk about it like that, and it would be actually kind of funny. So I use that in my um definitely in my radio show because I want to take this time to drop some dimes on you, to drop some information on you, to make sure that um, your relationships are successful because that's the goal. I want your relationships to be successful. Um, and so that's why I, I take topics from you guys. I follow your lead on where it is that we talk about and the things that we discuss because it's important. I mean, you know, as we are straggling, our, our our people are not okay. Our relationships are not okay. And I need us to do better. And, and not from any fault of our own. Of course, you know, there's, there's you know, um, generational trauma that has happened to us, like, you know, to um, our people, to our, our parents, um, to our children. There's stuff that we have going on that we have kind of passed on. So, that's definitely a reason why I want to be kind of like a sounding box for people who need just a little something to get them going, keep them going in their relationships. Because um, do does love hurt? No. But is it some work? Yes. I 100% believe that love is an action verb, and it's something that you do. It is not something that you um, fall into and out of willy-nilly. That's some, to me, that's some BS. Okay. And it is October 1st. I don't know if you understand what that means to me, but I am a spooky, spooky girl. Listen, all the spooks, all the fun, all the fun, all the time. I love Halloween. So you want to look out for my ever-changing outfits. I hope you like it. Everybody that's watching me on Facebook Live. Also, I am probably going to be moving my live to YouTube. So I'm giving you a heads up now. All of my people listening to me on the radio, what's up? You could be anywhere, but you are with me, and I'm so happy that you are. So let me give you the numbers and the information. We are on the Bachelor News Radio Network. That number is 646-929-0130. You can reach me on my website. It's www.thedjdimes.com. And I have podcasts and um, blogs on there that I talk about different things. And, and I disclose some things about myself, you know, um, to keep it real, keep it 100, um, I am one of those um, people that have experienced what it is that I talk about um, and have got a different insight than those people who have not. Experience is a wonderful but harsh teacher. Um, so definitely 
if you ever are in the mood to kind of listen to some stuff, I got some stuff. I'm really, really into the whole piece about music um, and how it can alter your mood and how sometimes we kind of sabotage ourselves with the things that we listen to. Like you could be going through a breakup and you listening to Shy Day. Guess what? You are sabotaging yourself. You are going to set yourself up to head right on back because those sad, sorry love songs will send you right back into the arms of the person that's abusing God at you. So that's the real thing. And we can talk about that one later. Um, also, you can find me on all my forms of social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, of course, YouTube. And um, we have a public group on Facebook. It's called the Dose of the Dime Radio Show. Please feel free to jump in and join the conversation. It's a lot of conversation that goes on in there. Um, <laughs> some funny stuff, too. Listen, it's not without the shenanigans. We love shenanigans, don't we? So we are spicy folk, and I love us. Listen, we are with the shenanigans. Understand. Okay, so last week we talked about um, reasons why we stay in these toxic relationships. And I'm using toxic loosely because it is a buzzword. Um, I mean, bad relationships, people that we know we probably should not be with, or they're causing us drama or they're causing us harm. You're just not meant to be together. Why is it that we stay? And we talked about definitely fear of loneliness. That's the thing. And bad relationships are better than not having one at all. And and, and understand that that's, I understand that, but I'd rather do bad by myself. That's the whole thing. So listen, somebody noted last week, um, I think it was Ms. Sheru noted on, in the comments, that um, fear of starting over. Definitely get it together, man. I understand that one because think about it. We do get comfortable in our settings and our surroundings. Like we get to a space where um, of us physically, the way that we like to be loved, they know what buttons to push whenever it is that we are angry and mad. We've kind of trained them away, and they've trained us too. Don't get me wrong, um, but. They also know what buttons to push when they don't, when they want to set you off. And that's the thing. So I do understand the need to be like, hey, I don't want to start over. But what if it means, I mean, okay, so the way that I look at relationships is kind of weird. For every breakup that happens, I feel like I am that much closer to being with the person I'm supposed to be with. So I if there's a breakup coming and it's a genuine, I have done all that I can, I have tried all my best to make a relationship work, then, yeah, I, I'm not going to shy away from a breakup because I'm not going to stay in a place where where it's maybe a seasonary person, somebody that was supposed to teach me something and be on their way. I married a seasonary person. He was not supposed to be. I do not believe he was. And I believe that we were to meet and possibly um, he was to teach me a lesson. But, boy, we dug in there and stayed together for 10 years, and it was the same. Yeah. So fear of starting over, I, I feel you, but you cannot allow that to stop you. Another thing we talked about was definitely when you're invested in your, your person, your spouse, your mate, your, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. And what do I mean by investment? Like you got kids with them or you got a property with them or you're in a lease with them or you, I mean, you have a business with them. I understand the kind of hesitation to fall out of that. I do. But unfortunately, <laughs> again, when it comes to kids, the kids will follow 
your happiness. So if you're not happy, your mate is not happy, they see it. And, again, how we get treated is how our kids tend to get treated in their relationships because, again, what they see is what they do. They, they, they will mirror whatever love has been showed to them, okay? Um, now, am I saying that to say <laughs> that uh, kids all do what we say, what we do? No. After a certain age and you know, people with adult children or teenage children will, will hear this. After a certain age, they choose what it is that they want, and sometimes it's against what it is that you taught them. Does that mean that you didn't teach them right now? It just means they chose differently, and that's fine, too. I tried to live my life. When I stepped away from my husband, I tried to show my children something different. I tried to show them, hey, I'm powerful. You're powerful. We can, um, I, you know, one of my children still chose to be in a relationship where it was very toxic for her. Even though I tried to show her that you can do differently. You, you don't have to do this. It doesn't matter. They can choose that stuff. <laughs> they can choose it. And, and um, it is harsh. I, I promise it is. So the need to fix people, that's another reason why people say, I am a fixer, which is part of my issue as well. Uh, I am a helper. I'm a social worker by, by trade. That's what I do. I am a licensed master of social work. Um, and so my goal is to help people. And, and unfortunately, I have this thing where people just come up and tell me how the business, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you should do A, B, C, and D, which I'm, I'm like, I might as well get paid for it. So that's, that's the thing. <laughs> Those of us who feel that need to um, help people, that we are fixers and we will fix someone who is broken. And if we find that our mate is broken, we will take, oh, we will pour our whole energy into trying to fix it. I am trying to step away from that role because, of course, whenever, again, you can't change anybody. We talked, I said this last week, you can't change anybody but an infant. You can't change anything but a diaper. The only person that you can change is yourself. When someone is ready, they will change on their own. That's it. There's nothing else. Okay? Whew, Lord and mercy. Okay, and lack of support. This is one of the number one things why people don't leave. Um, I could not leave for a while. I was a housewife. Um, and my, I am, like, I literally, uh, I was a housewife. So I worked. I start, when I started working, I started working for the school. And um, so I had no support to walk away. I literally had to depend on the kindness of strangers to get out of my toxic relationship and it turned violent at the end. Um, and again, like I said, wishing no uh, ill will towards my ex-husband. I wish him all the best uh, in the world, but this is, I mean, my story is my story. So lack of support will keep you in a toxic relationship. And that includes the church. Listen, I've heard more than once, and I'm hearing now that people are changing their minds about this, but I've heard more than once that the church will advocate for you to work things out. I had people get in my inbox, friends, who told me I should work it out. And I'm like, I'm not going to work. <laughs> Listen, we are going to get into all that. But, yeah, um, definitely if you feel like it's time to move around, then you need to move around. And I see my baby girl in there saying I'm toxic. Baby girl, we all have toxic traits. And let me make that very, very clear. We can, and, and understand this, we can be toxic to our mates and not really be a bad person. 
It's just the, what that person brings out in them. That's a whole other that's a whole other conversation. All right. So just because we do toxic things, unfortunately, does not mean that you're a toxic person. It just means we have to relearn some of the things that we've been taught or seen or shown. Because we again mirror what we have seen. So my daughter seen me give all my love to somebody, and she gave all her love to somebody. It just was the wrong somebody. And, of course, when, you know, when you tell your kids, hey, not that one, they dig in even harder. <laughs> even harder. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so uh, one of the, ones that I, one of the uh, fallacies that I fell into was that I chose this person. I chose this person. I brought this person into I had children with this person. So, you know, I, I need to stay. I need to try and work this out. First of all, you can't work out anything that both people are not invested in working on. If you're trying to change yourself and be, and, and be a better person and they're not, you're working against it. You're, you're working against the relationship. And unfortunately, um, you're going to find yourself in a space where you're going to eventually have to leave because if they're stagnating and you're growing, somebody's going to get dragged. All right. So let's talk more about <laughs> this uh, fear of being alone, fear of being lonely. People make single sound like it's a disease, and it's not. And I'm feeling like a lot of us, are um, finally coming to the realization that um, single is not a death sentence. And um, I've heard, you know, society kind of makes us feel like single is bad. Single is a time of setting up your next move. Um, I always kind of talk to my sisters and my brothers about um, taking that time after a relationship is done to kind of get yourself together, whether it be financially, whether it be emotionally, whether, you know, whatever it is, just because you need a break. Um, somebody was like, well, because I have standards, of course, um, and somebody was like, well, you know, you women get more of a break than men. Men have to have their self together in order to approach a woman, and a woman can be on Section 8 and blah, 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 and I'm like, I understand that. I do hear you. However, if you are in that situation, maybe you shouldn't be dating. If you are struggling to get yourself back financially or emotionally, whatever it may be, if you're struggling to get a car, if you're struggling to get yourself in a better, you and your kids in a better situation, maybe you should take a break. Maybe you shouldn't be dating right now. Maybe you should be investing in you. Maybe you should go back to school. Maybe you should do whatever it is that um, your spirit has been telling you to do for a while, okay? The fear of being alone and being lonely should not stop the fear of being useless or um, stagnated or, and you should love yourself more. So I do feel like, yes, brothers, you, you are more accepting of us in our negative states and um we are accepting of you, and no, it is not. A lot of women, I'm not going to say but because it's, it is what it is. That's the reality. I will say that a lot of women who have their stuff together and have tried to help men who to get their stuff together um, end up getting used in place, and that's the thing. So I want to take a quick break because I'm going to come back to this. I know I'm going to catch black for all that I just said. Um, this is Friday, and Friday is one of my favorite days. Feature album Friday on the Bachelors Radio Network. So what, let me tell you, 
The feature album Friday artist today is going to be Marvin Gaye. So listen, my mom, my mom, my, um, I'm adopted, by the way. So my adopted mom, her favorite artist was Marvin Gaye. Now, listen, I knew what her favorite song was, and as a kid, I was thinking with her, sexual healing. I should not be singing that at, at like, nine. But <laughs> I'm telling you, whoo, boy, that brings back so many memories. I miss my mom, man, guys. Uh, she died when I was 11, um, and I miss my mom. But definitely should not have been singing Marvin Gaye, but when I hear Marvin Gaye, I get fond memories of my mother, and it's a cool thing. So I hope you guys tune in at www.thebachelornews.airtime.pro. Uh, again, thebachelornews.airtime.pro, and Bachelor is spelled B-A-T-C-H-E-L-O-R, okay? And it's going to be at 5 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. So hope you tune into that. They're just going to play like 30 minutes of his whole discography, and Marvin Gaye is just, he's the, He's the GOAT. He is the GOAT. I got to say it. Greatest of all time. And then there's Whisper Softly. I like to say it like, okay. <laughs> and it's, it's going to be Sunday through Friday. So today you can catch it and just kind of turn it on and kind of mellow out in the house. It's just their version of the quiet slow jam flowing through the house. You know, get it together. Ooh, a lot of heaviness going on. So that's also on the Bachelor News. Dot airtime dot pro. Make sure you tune in, or of course you can call at six four six nine two nine zero one three zero to also tune in and just put your phone on speaker and let it mellow out to the house. It's a good thing, okay? So let me go back to what I was talking about because I know I'm gonna catch flack for that. Listen, all right. Um, so for those men who do accept women in a lower state, I applaud you for trying to definitely help women get to a space that is better. And I know a lot of you also get played for doing that as well. So then I have to go back to set your standards high. Set your standards high. And when we say that, uh, it is to say if they are not in a space that they can, um, if they're not in a space that they can help you build your empire, then maybe you shouldn't be building with them. So it looks like I got a question. It says, Barbara said she tried to heal and would jump in and out of relationships until she hit rock bottom emotionally and mentally. It was then that she stopped dating and started focusing on herself. I applaud that. Listen, I got to tell you, it is important to stop and not jump back into another relationship because here is what, here's what I'm going to tell you. If you jump out of a relationship, and you jump right back into another one. If you have not learned your lessons, if you have not focused on yourself, if you're not decided, oh, this is where it went wrong, this is what should happen next, this is what we should do, you're going to unfortunately end right back up in the same situation with a different person and with a different face. Focus on you. Learn the lesson. And, and let me tell you what I, what I kind of tell my children is that um, the creator, the universe, however you call it, they will continue to test you until you figure it out. So what does that mean? That means every time you're going to get a, a trial, and if until you get whatever lesson it is that he's trying to give you. And what I used to tell my babies, okay, if you don't take those gentle nudges, he's going to hit you with a two-by-four. And those are those lessons that hurt, that hurt really bad. So definitely – Try to focus on you. Try to make it recreate yourself. 
you don't have to center yourself around someone else. You can make it about yourself. I'll be honest with you. Um, what I have done since the quarantine is, is create a life that I love. Like, I go to dance a, da- a different dance class almost every day, and I'm in love with my right now. It is so much fun. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Recreate yourself. Obviously, dance is my thing. Music is my thing. It doesn't, and it's not yours. That's cool too. Find what work, what works for you. You may never know what inspires your soul until you jump in there. If you've had like a, uh, <laughs> you've had like a, a idea or or something like, oh, I, sh- I should, I'd really love to do karate. Go take a class. Go take a self defense class. <laughs> so, okay, so Juan Crosby says, this toxic is killing me. We are not poisonous people. Okay, so do understand. When we say, first of all, toxic is a buzzword. It's a buzzword. It's something that people use to describe behaviors that are poisonous. No, we're not poisonous people. You are absolutely right. But some of the behaviors that we do poison our relationships, poison our work life, poison our family. So that's why toxic became such a really fly catchword because it is, it is definitely, it is something that, that will ruin your life. So he knows, goes on to say companionship is natural. God made Adam and y'all know the story at Eve. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Okay. So, so if you're following the Christianity religion, because you know, not all people do. That's, I understand that. Eve was made to be a helpmate. So let's get into this real quick. I only have about eight minutes left. So let's, let's work this out. Um, I do believe in submission. So that, and so and we're off topic, so we'll have to get back on topic next week. But I do believe in submission. But hear me out. The king is to lead the house, and he should be a, a firm leader of the house. Absolutely. He could lead the house into... Squalor, too, though, that's the problem. So a queen is not just supposed to sit back and allow stuff to happen. A queen is supposed to hold his head and turn it in the direction that it needs to go. That's what a queen does. So for my my mother and my father, they were absolutely the epitome to me of what submission should look like. Um, My mother was older than my father. Um, My father was uh, a minister. She became secretary of the church. Uh, my father was deacon. She became um, a deaconess. Uh, my father was president of the choir. She became the choir secretary. Whatever it was, she was backing him up. She made more money than him, though. But he was the leader. He led everywhere. He Everywhere he went, he led. She had more schooling than him. He didn't even have a high school diploma, but, she, but he led. So that's what I'm saying. I believe in submission, but I also believe that in submission, that there should be pure leadership, and the leadership should be about the relationship. Now, if someone is toxic, they're going to lead you right into squalor, and that's the problem. You can't just surrender to someone who you know is driving you down, and that's the wife's responsibility. If you see that we're headed in, a, in the wrong direction, correction is, is, is required. Now, how you correct, is where the submission gets is, is where the submission gets tricky. Okay, so a lot of women do not believe in submission, and that's okay. I'm not saying that it's a, a thing that everyone should do. 
I believe that everybody should do what works best for their relationship, right? So definitely we've kind of gone five different directions today, but that's okay. Um, a helpmate, yes. Together you can build your 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 um, kingdom, but you got to be able to support each other. And when allow some allow me to say this, when my mother, my dad stepped up and did a lot of work while my mother was was going to school, and vice versa. When my dad started working on his business, my mother worked full time. They supported each other's dreams, and again, they did it together. So. I believe in submission. I believe in, um, that it can work. I also believe that you do what works best for your relationship at the end of the day. And I also believe that, yes, you need to take time to uh, uh, evaluate yourself and figure out who you are before you move forward, okay? And figure out what it is that you are attracted to. And that requires some reflection, which also requires that time that you need. Single is not a death it is not. It is a time to reflect and a time to get yourself better. And then a time to maybe seek out your mate. But not until you're ready. And I've heard this whole adage like it's cheaper to keep her um, <laughs> and that a bad relationship is better than a no relationship. I have to wholeheartedly disagree. I, I feel like a lot of people suffered in silence because of these old adages and because of, you know, we have tried to keep relationships together that just should have ended. And unfortunately, I have to tell you, as a social worker, seeing families that have tried to stick it out, their kids, unfortunately, are not better because of it. They're actually worse. They don't learn good coping skills. They don't learn how to uh, um, communicate effectively. Um, And definitely uh, conflict, a lot of them avoid it, but they don't know how to manage conflict. Conflict is not necessarily a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing at all. Conflict actually can get you to a space where you agree about what should happen next time. It's allowing you to set your boundaries in a, in a good space. And that's, that's tricky. But you have to be an adult about conflict. So that's why I'm saying if you're in a toxic relationship or if your relationship is, is poisoned, as, you know, Juan used the word, um, then, yeah, you are passing these things on to your children. At just like our parents pass stuff on to us. And that's real, okay? So um, how do you kind of heal after you've been beaten up in a relationship? One, you have to start by loving yourself. You have to pick one thing and focus on that. And definitely I am a wholehearted believer in um, self-help books and affirmations. And your affirmation needs to start with, I am enough. If you validate to yourself, to your spirit, that you are enough, then you won't accept the bare basic minimum. And that's what I want for everyone, is to accept something that empowers you. Walk away from things that hurt you and to step into something that empowers you. Definitely. Okay. You can remake yourself. You can love again. You can start over with you. But you got to let it flow. You got to walk away. You cannot hold on. It is what it is. And not everybody's going to agree with that, and that's fine. But um, 
I, I, I believe that taking that time to get to know yourself, to love yourself is important. And I think you should do it. I'm going to put that out there. So last yesterday I talked on uh, the show about uh, loving broken and damaged people. First of all, I don't like the term broken. Um, I do prefer the term damaged because all of us have been damaged. All of us have baggage. And unfortunately, I'm going to tell you the truth, that baggage never goes away. It is getting ahead of it. If you know that you have this baggage, you're honest, you're open, and you know to get ahead of it. I know I can be clingy. I know I can blow up somebody's phone. So I give myself room so that I don't do that. Getting ahead of it. I know that October and September, September and October are rough months for me because this is when my marriage fell apart. So I get ahead of that and I'm very sweet to myself. I celebrate the heck out of Halloween because it was a time that was really ugly for me. I had to go through a divorce at that point. So get ahead of it. So I'm going to leave you with that one affirmation because it is a powerful one. I am enough. Put it up around your house so that every time you see it, you can say, I am enough. And that's my time. I've kind of gone on three different tangents. And so (laughs) hopefully we'll get back on track next time. I appreciate you being with me today. You could have been anywhere else if you were with me. And I appreciate all the love. So if you need me, you know where to find me on my social media. And I hope you tune in next week, same time, same place, on the Back from News Radio Network. Bye. Sometimes we fall in love.